Welcome to USA Football's Coach and Coordinator Podcast, where top football coaches from around the country share their stories, philosophies, concepts, and strategies to help you get better on and off the field. Now, here's your host, Keith Grabowski. On today's podcast, we revisit some conversations with FBS coaches about how they set the tone for the season in their first meeting. This is an important time, an unprecedented time where we want to be the best we can be. Uh, it's also been a very difficult time full of challenges. So this first coach, Ty Nix, who's the defensive coordinator at the University of Texas, San Antonio, talks about how he sets the tone in the first meeting by making sure his players understand that he's there for them, that he cares about them, and he loves them. Let's take a listen. You know, before we got going, I I, I said it's it's always the, like the kind of the anxiousness of it. It's like, you know, a kid waiting for Christmas. When are the guys going to report? You've been in all the staff meetings. You guys have done all your prep all summer long, and it's it, it's just waiting for those guys to show up on day one. So for you, as you sit down with them the first time and get your linebackers together in your position meeting, what's the message you want to deliver that, you know, these, these guys need to be on the same page, of course, but, you know, you want them starting off here with uh, – a focus with enthusiasm and you want that to carry through the season. So what's going to be the first things you say to those guys? Well, you know, <clears throat> the first thing I want to overemphasize and I want to get my point across is that I'm there for them, that I care for them, that I want them to be the very best in every aspect of their life from academically, from socially, from athletically, I am there to help them achieve all their goals and dreams, you know, I'm not one of those coaches who are afraid to tell their players that they love them. You know, I share that with them as well. And that I'm going to be very demanding, that I'm going to be very tough, that I won't try to get the best out of them on every day. And it's never personal. It's only about making them and helping them become the best that they can be in all areas. And, you know, once we get that first line of establishment of that I care for them first, that I want them to succeed then we get into the philosophy of the program, the philosophy from the head coach, the philosophy of the defense, and the things of that nature. But I think sometimes these things are taken uh, for granted and they're out of, you know, not in particular the correct order. But it always starts with me with the heart. It starts with me with the family. It starts with me with the love and the communication that, we have to be on the same page in everything that we do. And my goal for them is to be the best. Another important aspect of that first meeting is you want to set the standards. You want to set expectations. And running backs coach at Washington State, Eric Mealy, tells us how he approaches that with his running backs. Uh, the beginning of camp and how you start things really with any position group is is so important that you want to set the tone for your guys. So as you get your guys together and bring them back in that first meeting, new faces in the room with freshmen, I'm sure, what's the message you want to deliver? What what do you want these guys to understand as you kick off the 2019 season? Yeah, you know, first thing is, you know, we, we have our three team goals, and that's that's for, for everybody. And we just got to make sure we kind of touch on those. And, uh, you know, number one is be a team. And that's uh, that's about being selfless and not being selfish. You know, these guys have to recruitment process is over. You know, for those young guys, and uh, we're playing for each other. You know, and that's that's I think some of the magic we've had here is, 
where, uh, you know, not as many stars and offers sometimes as some of the teams that we play, but our guys are tough and they, uh, you know, they look over to the guy next to them uh, on either side of them. They know those guys put the time and the work in to, uh, to be successful out there and they want to get each other's back. So be a team, um, be the most excited to play. And that's, that's on game day and that's, that's during practices and that's in meetings, you know, having energy and, uh, um, you know, being excited about being there, being engaged, being present in those meetings. You know, we're not big on, uh, you know, a lot of these uh, some small, smaller stuff. That's not the, uh, you know, like, like type of, uh, you know, wearing a certain uh, uniform, or, you know, on a, on a bus or, you know, things like that. But when it's, it's football time, it's football time for us. So when you're in a meeting room, you got you to be present, you got to be engaged. You're in a practice field. You only get that one opportunity that day. You better bring a lot of energy out there. So, that's kind of the second team goal. And then the third team goal is be the best at doing your job. And uh, you don't have to do anything that's – you don't have to do somebody else's. You don't have to do anything outside of what we, we coach you to do and outside of your ability. Um, just do it to the best that, that you can. So those are the three team goals that we kind of start with, make sure everybody's on the same page there. And then uh, we'll start talking about our, our goals as a, the running back group and then individually as well. Um, and then the standards that have kind of been set, you know, whether – where are we at rushing the ball in these plays? Where are we at, you know, in receiving? Where are we at yards per touch? And um, how do we improve in certain areas? And, you know, pass protection. I mean, whatever it may be, uh, we're, we're going to kind of hit all those topics. And then, uh, so the areas to improve, and then the standards that we've set, and how we're going to improve those. And, and that kind of goes into the goals. You know, the goals for that season. Um, you know, what, what do we want to accomplish? And then uh, going to the practice plan with something. That's, and that's kind of a big thing, even for the old guys, just to make sure everybody's. We're all we're all squared away. Hey, when, when this period hits, we're going to be out here doing our individual work. Um, you know, some of the periods, you know, with the air raid offense, will be a little more pass emphasis, but we'll kind of we'll kind of duck out and make sure we get some of our individual work in, um, footwork, pass pro, those types of things. So, just kind of laying out that blueprint for them. Talk about the goals as a team, the group, um, our standards, and then uh, you know how we're going to go ahead and attack and what the plan is going forward. The quarterback position is one of the most scrutinized positions on the field, so you want to start things out right with that group. And Coach Craig Stutzman talks about how he wants attitude to be at the forefront of their meeting, having guys who are going to be humble, who are going to work to be the best position in the country, the best position group in the country. And there's a lot of intangibles that Coach is going to focus on in that first meeting, as well as talking to them about the standards and the work ethic that they have. Let's take a listen. Um, let's talk about that just from the beginning as, as you, you uh, okay. start to work with your players and, you know, you're in charge of the quarterbacks and the passing game, but let's focus on the quarterbacks. You know, what things okay. do you really address in that first meeting to get things going as you kick off uh, your season? Really, it's about just setting the standard of what we want from the quarterback room. Um, and we tell them, you know, the first thing we go in there, we have a PowerPoint, uh, we talk through some things, and, and the first thing is we want to be the best position group in the country because quarterback play, you know, it's it's kind of like golf, right? It, you're playing against the field. It, it's one person. Although it's a team sport, you really have one player that's out there that represents your position, and a lot of things uh, revolves around that. So how can we get the quarterback room to understand the team aspect and, and really helping each other out? Um, so we want to be the best quarterback, uh, position group in the country. And how do we do that? We talk about being humble, you know, having a humble attitude. You see, I, I look through Twitter and you see a list of things where, and it's great. These coaches talk about 
the things that you can control. And one of which is your attitude and having, having a positive attitude. That's something that we talk about all the time and using magnetic words with your teammates, things that draw them in rather than create you as an outcast, you know, and how do you, um, how do you build that relationship and that trust with your teammates and how do you talk to them? Because in the run and shoot, and we talked about this and you touched upon it, you know, these receivers are, are making different type of reads and there's, it's a, it's an option route based uh, system. So they have to talk to their receivers and gather information from them. Hey, what did you see? How did you see that coverage? What kind of leverage did that person have on top of you? You know? And so, uh, I think just being able to use magnetic words, being positive, and how to talk to players, that's a big thing in our room is, is using those magnetic words. Another thing is being hardworking, the effort that you put in. Be the first guy out there. We, we pride ourselves on being the first group out there to warm up and get ready to go and um, talking to those guys. You know, you don't have to throw footballs at the end of practice to be the last guy out there, but, you know, work on your craft. You miss a couple of throws here or you miss a couple of reads grab a couple receivers. Hey, do you mind catching me a couple balls for me? I, I missed a couple uh, bang posts. Can you give me a few bang posts and let me get it right? So, um, and in, in, in the weight room, uh, you know, our starting quarterback right now, Cole McDonald is a guy who is the first in the weight room. He's there six to seven times a week and uh, he puts the grind in. And, and so, you know, it's not just on the football field, you know, you can display that hardworking attitude, but it's also in the weight room. It's, it's in the, uh, in the classroom, you know, it's inside of the, uh, uh, in the study hall area. So most things are very important to us. Uh, the other thing we talk about all the time is being efficient as a player, making good decisions and eventually making good throws. I think, you know, Dan Morrison, who is a quarterback coach here under June Jones, who's a great, great resource for me right now. Uh, that's one of his models is, just good decisions and good throws. And we live by that. That's put up in, in our meeting room, um, being flexible. This offense requires a quarterback, not just talking about physically, but mentally and emotionally being able to roll with the punches, being flexible with their mind, understanding that every play is a new play, you know, uh, three match or three buzz or three roll or all this type of stuff. Yes. On the whiteboard, it looks a certain way, but at the same time, we're playing against other 18 to 23 year old kids out there, you know, things are going to break down or things are going to be a little bit tighter than, than what you might've seen off film, but being able to be flexible, they're a quarters team. All of a sudden they come out with men's men and they run three double cloud and third and long being flexible, be, being able to understand that you got to go and adjust with the times. Um, and then really, I think all those things really leads you to being a competitive, a competitive, but also a dependable person. Um, What's what's the uh, the Chiefs or I'm sorry the head coach for the Arizona State uh, Sun Devils Herm Edwards right? Yeah. I think Herm is it yeah. Herm Edwards. Yeah, it's Herm. He he talks about right. He he talks about uh, in the NFL what's the number one ability is availability right? I think that's his saying. In our quarterback room, the number one ability is dependability. Everybody's got to depend on you to make the right choices and exemplify what it is to be a good person. And I think uh, those things are, are huge for us. We talk about that day one and, uh, and, and the biggest thing too is communication, being able to communicate, not just with your players or sorry, with your teammates, but also with your coaches. Um, I think, you know, Matt LaFleur talks about all the time is the biggest thing that you, you want your quarterback to be as an extension 
of your coaching staff. And so um, being able to communicate with the quarterbacks and how they communicate also with their teammates and what they want and what we want ultimately to be uh, the best team that we can be. Tulane offensive line coach Cody Kennedy puts a focus on teaching. He's a teacher at heart, and he uses a lot of teaching methods that you'll find in the classroom to prepare his unit for the season. Let's take a listen to how he puts the focus on educating his players. What are you looking to establish? What are you installing early on? Definitely. Uh, I, I think just entering into that first meeting, you know, you got to set your standards and, and really lay the groundwork for what's expected of the guys, uh, you know, and then as you, as you build those relationships, you're able to show them on tape what the standard is and what we want to meet. Uh, when I first really roll into installing, uh, you, you really got to ask the question of how do your players learn best? And you, you find that out through building those relationships. Uh, you know, I have an education teaching background. Uh, both my parents are educators. Uh, you know, I, I really take a lot of pride in the ability to teach and, and install, uh, you know, uh, our, our whole scheme up front. And, you know, you got visual, you got auditory, and you got kinesthetic learners. They're, they're all different molds of people. And you got to find out uh, you know, how your players react to those, what works best. Some kids are, are truly, you know, visual guys. Some guys have to get out there and walk through it. Uh, how do they best digest that information uh, that you're trying to get across? Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's what's, what your guys know, not really what you know. Uh, so that transition of knowledge is, is huge when you go about installing. Uh, you know, visually, I try to attack it with, with using uh, different versions of film, whether that's NFL tape, uh, premier college programs or, or or our tape you know i try to mix it up and break the monotony a little bit by using different uh different you know teams to watch and, and sculpt our game uh and and our schemes too and uh you know obviously you don't have the traditional ways for visual learners you got your traditional playbooks you know and and different things along those lines but i try to connect the dots with with different film usage and then for your for your auditory guys you're going to be able to install on the board uh, i think a key with that is using consistent terminology uh, if you're calling it one thing you need to call it that the whole time and and not mix mix your language up because those kids are coming from different programs different high school programs maybe different junior colleges uh, and they're, they're trying to learn your language and uh, a lot of times if you you know you've got to keep that consistent uh, for that learning curve and, um, you know, the biggest thing I learned from, from uh, Coach Pippen at the University of Georgia with my time with him is, is you know, keep it simple. You know, keep, keep it extremely simple and then build on it, okay? Uh, and, and then your kinesthetic guys, uh, you, you got your look walks and, you know, your what I call a quick call walkthrough where we're, we're making our calls as quick as we possibly can to make some pressure on them and, and walking through those things. And even meeting room demos help those kinesthetic guys a lot. And, you know, reviewing the drill work that you do each week. So you've got you've got to mix and match the different ways you're presenting the information. When you do install, I think that's huge uh, just because not everybody's built the same. Uh, and, and another point for me uh, with the install is build off conceptual knowledge, uh, you know, build off of concepts, not really situations. Uh, football today, you're going to get various looks and fronts have a base foundation that you work off of, whether that's your zone concepts, your gap concepts, pin and pull stuff, have baseline rules that no matter what the look is, my guys are able to, you know, answer the questions, you know, is there a guy in my gap? You know, do I have control of that gap? Uh, is there nobody there? What do I do in those situations and kind of break it down to a conceptual knowledge 
uh, of what we're trying to do right there. And, uh, you know, kind of, you know, my base thought off of it is who, how, and why. Who do we have to block? How are we going to block them? And why do we do it that way? Uh, so I, I try to get my, my guys confident in those three questions. And uh, that allows them to play faster. And uh, obviously, throughout your install, uh, once you lay that base conceptual knowledge, you can stair step to unique situations. Uh, I, I think maybe one of the more unique things I, I, I try to do is uh, we, we have bell ringer board draw ups. Uh, so as, as the guys are filtering kind of into your meeting room, I've got looks on the board of plays we may have installed. And uh, I make those guys get up there and draw it up, man. I think it's one thing. If you uh, if you know it and can sit back there in the back of the room and talk about it, but it's another thing when you got to get up in front of the position room and draw on the board and, and and talk to those guys and you know talk through different situations and pretty much it, it's a chance for some veterans to get up there and take ownership in the room and uh, be confident in what you're doing. Uh, so I, I think those are some things install wise I like to focus on. Uh, you know, and be critical on yourself about the way you install. Uh, you know, always trying to get better yourself, different things you may see. Uh, I don't think you need to be scared to try new things with changing your delivery. If you don't like the outcome on the field, obviously you need to change the delivery because the guys in your room are not confident in what you're doing. Uh, you know, therefore they're making some, some bust and some errors. And, you know, maybe it's just simply going over it again, but maybe, you know, being self-critical, maybe it's the way you install it. And uh, I think you can't be above yourself and kind of look back at, at what you do uh, and, and maybe tweak some things. But, uh, you know, you, you got to work with your guys and you're only as good as what your guys know. And uh, you always got to keep that in mind, especially when you're installing plays, in my opinion. I hope you enjoyed us revisiting these conversations with some FBS coaches who are really doing it the right way. As you approach the season, check out all we are doing for technique for contact, blocking, defeating blocks, and tackling at footballdevelopment.com. And please check out our new football development model and explore how it can help your youth football community get organized and really be the best that they can be. Check that out at fdm.usafootball.com. Hey!